The current spoiler warning level is crimson. Friends and folks, you can see the header up there. You can see the title. You know this is going to be a crimson episode. We're talking about machines from SD Gundam World Heroes and, of course, SD Gundam Sengoku Soketsuden. And then uh, we throw in a spoiler for Gundam Seed Destiny, like, fairly late into the series as well, just because we can. Also, I don't know if this matters, but, like, I say something kind of crass on this episode. I don't know. So I, I know at least of one uh, younger person who listens, and uh, I drop, a, I drop a, a heavy swear. And then right before that, I make a pretty crude, um, a pretty crude insult, I guess I would say. None of it's, like, offensive as in, like, it's not targeted in that way, right? I'm not, listen, I hope you know I'm not out here using slurs. That's not my jam. But, uh, I'm not very nice about something in a pretty crude way. Um, and if that's a problem, you know, heads up. Um, please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista NG. No holds barred this time. I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media. No, no more wrestlers. Hi, I'm Dylan. I don't think we have any less other wrestlers on our list right now. <laughs> um, we probably we probably could still do more cleanup. You know how wrestlers are, but I'm not prepared for that. Then I guess um, I survive Y2J. I can survive anything. Break the walls down. Um, the walls of Jericho. Yeah. Yes. Yes. This is. Uh, I. I am quoting part of his his old entrance theme. Uh, wait. Why would he say break the walls down? Because wouldn't he want the walls to stay up? Because he's just. Wait. No. Hold on. Well, I mean, I think you're thinking of it perhaps a little too literally, right? Like, for example, if you had, like, if it was modern military, right, and. Okay, let's imagine that Jericho is a modern city and it gets attacked by a modern military, right? Okay. If you were the pilot that dropped the bomb that broke the walls of Jericho, I know that's not how the walls of Jericho were broken in the story. It doesn't matter. Um, it was very feasible that you would then get the like the like the co- like people your call sign would become Jericho. Uh, fair enough, I suppose. It's a long walk, a much further walk than they ever went. I think they did never think about it. I think they're like his name's Chris Jericho. What do people know about Jericho? Oh, you break walls. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that was even. <laughs> is that his real name? Or I'm of course not. not. No, of no, course no, no, it no. Isn't. Uh, I mean, yeah, no, none of these wrestlers. Christopher Keith Irvine. Okay, or Irvine. Anyway, Irvine. all right, all right. I've, we talked too much about wrestlers. Robots show. Hello, welcome. Well, I can't promise it'll be a robot. Odds are good, though. I'm rolling a d12. Okay. Nope, that's a cat meowing really loud outside. If you're picking well, up the mic's picking that up. <laughs> it is, it's fine. Cats are loud. Uh, well, Dylan, we're going to be rolling a lot more times. Oh. Uh, it is World Heroes. Okay. So, you know. Oh, we're on. We're doing the whole expando list, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's why it's a D12. Nah, we can't normally do a D12. I was going to say, wait a minute, yeah, there's not that many... Okay. Uh, 
so let's see. Let's find the here. I think this is probably the page we want. Um, oh, that's nope. That's me sending to Ivy. Ivy would. I don't. I would probably not mind, but that's not what I intend. Uh, here is probably what we're gonna be pulling from. If I roll something that isn't on here, I guess I'll have to figure it out. Yeah. Um, but. Well, I have all the line art for every SD World show that is online saved, so maybe I'll find oh, the unit anyway. Oh, great. You're prepared now. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, let's see what we're well, starting with. I say line art. I meant the uh, the website sete, which are 3D models in this case, but you know what I mean. Okay, we're starting with the Zhou Akatsuki. All right, well, let's see, SDW. Honestly, surprised this guy doesn't have more forms, all things considered. I mean, Zhou Yu, uh, in the Three Kingdoms, right, is a, uh, so a notable general of, uh, the Kingdom of, of Wu, um, and he, you know, he dies unfortunately young, right? He's sort of a, he's sort of a, a, a bit of a prodigy advising, uh, Sun Tse and then Sun Quan, um, uh, quote, strong man with a beautiful appearance, appearance often called Zo the beautiful youth. I was gonna um, say, he's usually the one that's, like, on the, uh... He, he's, like, the usually the poster boy for Wu. Like, like not, like, the yeah. leader, but, like, the, this is the cool guy. Um, yeah. Just in my yeah, experience I mean, with playing, like, Dynasty Warriors and stuff. I mean, and at least the way the, um, you know, the fictionalization, Three Kingdoms, you know, by Luo Guangzhong, uh characterizes it his death is not it's not the beginning of the end for Wu but it is sort of the the end of Wu taking the momentum I would say yeah because he is sort of he is um he like his his insight and his genius is the bedrock of of Sun Quan establishing itself as a power and when he dies there thenceforth Wu is mostly just trying to hold on to what it's got Six, I have to link you the the art of Dynasty Warriors uh origin like the first Dynasty Warriors here, where I, I, I don't know why anyone bothered to upload this to the wiki because look at the size of this art. This is very small. <laughs> Sorry. Alright. Uh I'll move back on to the I'll move back on to the SD one. I was just trying to like I was like, okay, I was just trying to remember exactly. I was like, shall I use that one, right? Yeah. But if you want to see him in eight, uh, hot boy. Woo, woo is usually the kingdom I care the least about, unfortunately. Which I get, I know why that is. I mean, I remember, hell, I remember, uh, Romance of the Two Networks. Um, uh, you know, they, they don't, they take a bit to really get center stage. And even then, like, I, I think that, I, I don't know. I just feel like woo is like a very, like, I know they're one of the three kingdoms, but I mean, they just, I mean, they, they don't have Cao Cao and they don't have, uh, like, um, uh, why am I spacing on his name? Liu Bei Shuanda? Yeah. Yeah. They don't have Shuanda. Well, okay. Here's, here's the real test. As far as how much you care. Okay. But as far as your loyalties, what are the names of the three kingdoms? Uh, and this is not a test of what you can remember. Wu, I know Wei, you can remember. Uh, Wu Wei, and Shu, right? See, okay, that is the test. Whether you say Shu or you say Shu Han, if you say Shu Han, you're a fucking Lu Bei simp. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> He's like, no, it's listen, we're the true continuation. Shut the fuck up. You're just another warlord grabbing power. Get off your own dick. 
Yeah. Uh, it's just so funny, too, yeah, between the... Okay. We, we can't get too tangents, because I will just talk about... I Look, I like I mean, the Three Kingdoms. Uh, and so Dylan, I, I, have, I have great news for you. This is our podcast. We could kind of do whatever the fuck we want. To be fair, also, it's not like there's a lot to talk about with this guy, because, I mean, he's a standalone. He actually has no... Unlike some of the other guys, even, like, some of the other more minor ones still had, like, oh, we gave it a new appearance in this show. Uh, mm-hmm. Zhao Yuakotsky is Zhao Yuakotsky, uh throughout, and... Yeah. I mean, he's Did a cool design, his... so we'll talk about him, but, uh, uh-huh. but you know. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, interesting choice for also Zhao Yu. Like, I don't know. I just don't know if Akatsuki would be my first choice. But then again, I don't know what my first choice would be. I feel like they're trying to do... I forget, is the Akatsuki Destiny? Yes, and it's specifically yeah. an orb unit. And that's why my brain right. is, like, weird about it, too, is my brain's like... I, I just wouldn't associate, like, any orb unit with Three Kingdom stuff, because my brain would just go, ah, but they're already so heavily Japanese that they wouldn't do a Chinese, like, theme with them. I, I really think the reason I had to check if it was Destiny is because of, I mean, this is a spoiler episode anyway. I'll yeah. add an extra spoiler. It's fine. Um, Because of who pilots it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the fact that this is piloted I, I can... by uh, uh, good, good old Moo. And especially in his, like, post, you know, whatever the fuck, sicko phase, right? Yeah. Where he was a tactician and stuff. It's like, I think that is sort of the comparison they're going for. I could see that. And I mean, I guess, like, the bi- doing the big golden warrior that is not, like, the most important thing, but is also, like, still piloted by, like, the Finn. I, I-, I guess I can see it. I can see it. Um... Uh, God. So, can I tell you, you get something in, in the show? Yeah, wait, what? He's got hose. <laughs> um, I'm... I feel so bad about Destiny right now, because my brain's like, you know, I don't hate the start of Destiny. I get why people are not as hot on the start of it. The problem is, it does only get worse, though, after a certain point. It does, I mean... But there's cool stuff and scattered throughout. There's I cool think. stuff. I you think know. it has cooler stuff overall than Seen, and I like Shin. That's my other thing, is I just like Shin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't... I, I think there are parts where I... he a lot, a lot of the very end of the show, I feel like motivations and character actions, actions get kind of weird. Yeah. Because um, it's badly written. But yeah, Shin's a good character. Shin's good. Um... As you might be able to tell, though, still delaying on talking about this, the Akatsuki, because now I have to mm-hmm. describe this guy. Um, all right, so for the Xiaoyu Akatsuki, we've got, I mean, you know, it's the Akatsuki head, so it's a Gundam head. Uh, it is golden. Uh, you've got big forehead jewel uh, with, I, I actually really like the way, like, this forehead jewel situation is. It's got, like, the forehead jewel keeps going down, but it has, like, two golden bars in front of it with the V-fin. So, like, mm-hmm. part of the V-fin is blocking part of it. It just looks cool and decorative in that way, which makes sense. Uh, it does have... It's not really a double V-fin. It's, like, it's got the V-fin, and then it's actually got, like, a bit of a forehead crest, uh, like, on the sides there. Um, mm-hmm. right, like, right below the V-fin, but those are, you know, adhered to the head. It's just a bump, though. Um... Uh, on the top of the head, instead of a mohawk on this design, you have, like, I believe it's one of the, like, the little hats is what it's supposed to look like because 
it has like you know like almost like a golden crown with a big red jewel but then you have the two like the uh it's actually like usually displayed on lupu's costume you know like the pheasant feathers right uh right swept back on there um and that's why i I thought it was supposed to evoke like a hat yeah, I mean, the classic hat is, like, four tacticians, right? And so I think that's why that's there. But then also you get the pheasant feathers. I mean, it is a little bit... Even even no, think I, even though I think I know what they're getting at, it does still feel like you're stepping on Lubu's turf a little bit. But it is kind of like... The, and he's not just, a, like, a, a strategist. He's also willing to get in the fray. Yeah. I do also, like, uh, he's got a little bit of cloth, uh, like, especially a little hard to see without removing the backpack. Uh but because, like you mentioned, it's the tactician hat, he actually still has the little bit, you know, floating off the back, too. Which I, mm-hmm. I think it's cute that they put that detail there. Um, then you've got two swept-back, like, earpieces. Um, you know, your typical, like, Wing Gundam or Victory Hexa, etc. You know, you know what it is. It's the two antenna on the sides of the head. Swept back I mean, they're looks. actually, that's one of the parts that's pretty loyal to the Akatsuki, because it has mm-hmm. huge ears. Uh, and then you've got the, it has a plain Gundam face, you know, like, it's like a Gundam face, but minus the, uh, minus the vents, I believe. Um, yeah. So it's just, you have a flat, uh, a flat faceplate. Uh, the red chin, and of course, because this is an SD, you have two actual ass eyes. Um. Uh, he also, at one point in the show, gets an accessory that isn't included in his kit. Oh. Oh, he has a gas a little, mask. He gets a yeah, he gets a little a little respirator because uh, he I think he sleeping gases some people and then walks in. That's pretty good. Um, for the torso, um, I mean it's the it's basically just the Akatsuki torso, just a little bit more decorative. But it's you know you have a vent on either side of the chest. You've got like the little black pieces like towards the middle that are kind of like almost like a frame sticking out a little bit. Uh, which kind of makes sense because the Akatsuki is a modular suit, so that's why it kind of has the same look as the, uh, strike there with, like, you know, some of the exposed frame and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. it's got a two-section, you know, Gundam chest, so... It, it does have a bit of extra armor on the front plate that covers both the abdomen, uh, little sections. Um, other than that, though, nothing too special with the torso. Uh, for the arms... We've got really big shoulders, because, of course, we do. Um, which makes sense, also, because the Akatsuki has really wide shoulders. Actually, again, for for it being a part of the show, I really don't like for a lot of reasons. I do actually... I get why people hate the Akatsuki. I get, because it's just, you know, riffing on the Hyakushiki. But I actually do like the Akatsuki's design. Um, There's some interesting ideas. Um, so you've got... I, I think it's because I used its parts in Breaker, and it's another one of those that, like, you know, depending on how it is shown to me, it looks better in some things than others. Um, so you've got the really long shoulders. They have a lot of little red inlay pieces. Um, you also have, on the front of the shoulders, like, almost, like, two... They're, they're like, black uh, sections of, like, sort of... They they are they are clearly like metal like when you're looking at like the kit box art and whatnot but they almost look like they would be like feathers or something you know but they're like black sure. and on the front of the uh, shoulder armor, um and just these like feathery looking spikes uh, sticking out from the base of the shoulder, kind of like maybe it's like a uh, like the inside of like a, a thick collar or something I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
then for the arms, uh, barely any upper arm because this is an SD. Uh, the forearm is pretty plain too, other than the cuff. Uh, it actually has like a really like swept back like cuff on the arms, which I think is cool. Uh, and then of course it has two hands. For the skirts, you get a really large intricate front skirt like covered in jewels and um like it's got these like little blue jewels all over the skirt there and it actually has a little bit of these on the torso actually looking up uh, above as well um but yeah basically like a bunch of little jewels uh on the skirt um it, the the front skirts are also not separated it's basically like a fold like a single piece which makes sense for the front you know because it's supposed to look like mm -hmm. armor um for the side skirts you have this really pointy two layer of gold oh that's the other thing you should note this does have two shades of gold which is nice um it's got like a light gold and a dark gold so that helps kind of make some of the pieces pop a bit more um mm -hmm. obviously on the kit not a set color separate as you would want but it's a children's sd kit uh it's really having like seeing some stuff about the um mgsd freedom today uh -huh. it just makes me more annoyed that's like i mean you know do what you want but like why don't you use this mgsd tech to do suits that only exist in sd so we can actually get some more yeah, detail rather than those. the fucking freedom before the grandpa too that that's like <laughs> the biggest thing to me like if you're gonna do anything that has like an sd release okay fine we're not doing an or like something that's only an sd well do the grandpa at least come on that's always how you start a line that's how you started real grade that's how you started M mg it's not how you started HG, but, you know. And it's not how they started uh, MGEX. Yeah. I feel like they're they're transitioning gradually to a, a post-Grandpa world. They're trying to leave Grandpa behind for the old heads. Yeah, well. Well, they did do the PGU, though. Yeah, I mean, they're not abandoning it. I'm just saying, I think yeah. they are, for a younger audience, they're like, ah, eh, this is not the pull anymore. And I don't care if that's true. Show some respect. Yeah. Um, the side skirts, though, also, uh, on the back half of them, uh, do have, like, little capes, uh, which, you know, I guess it's just big skirts, but they, they are, like, actually skirts, but, uh, it's, it's pretty neat, um, yeah. and then, uh, for the rear skirt, actually, how, how am I not finding that? Okay, the uh, rear skirt is also just a singular big plate. Looks like it has, like, a jewel in the middle, and it also has, like, the little blue jewels encrusted on it. Um, mm -hmm. Mostly, again, mostly a big decorative, like, rear plate. Um, then, for the legs, um, obviously, no real thigh to speak of. Uh, it's just, like, a black piece that's, you know, the thigh. Mm -hmm. um, for the knee, you've got this cool, like big knee piece that is gold with like some black inlay on it and then um more of those blue jewels the only thing i would say about this design i kind of wish they had put more jewels on the shoulders and stuff because the lower half of the body is so much more jeweled than the upper half because the upper half mm -hmm. you only really have these blue jewels you have like two on the torso i do like the, the ones on the torso actually now that i stare at them long enough they look like a snake head almost um but then sure, you, I can see that. But then you've got, like, just only two on, like, or, well, I guess four in total on the shoulders, because they'd be on the front and backs, but they're only at the ends, and then you've got, like, two on the hat. It just, it, I feel like the, the lower body just has a ton of them. Um, mm -hmm. Mostly, they're mostly on the skirts, but, yeah, it does have them on the knees. Um, 
the leg itself, not a lot of detail on the calves. And then you've got some ankle armor, uh, but fancier than your usual ankle armor, even though it's the very typical shape. Uh, the two ends of it, like on either side where it is plugged in, uh, have like little swept back wings. Um, mm. or like little points more so than even like wings. Uh, for the feet, you've got the top of the foot armor has like two claws extending down, which is neat. Like, uh, again, more just like decorative armor on the foot. It's not like an actual sticking out claw. Um, mm-hmm. then the foot itself is all red other than on the sides of the feet, you have a little bit of gold showing through. Uh, and then you've got like a little, uh, jewel at the front of each foot. Uh, finally the backpack, uh, for this. Well, it's, uh, you can call it a backpack cause you can wear it as such. You can also use it as a shield. Yeah. It, it's basically a shield covered in flames. Um, so I'm trying to yeah. think of how I want to describe it. So like the shield itself, uh, it is based on the Akatsuki shield, obviously. Um, so it's like a little, it's a little like slightly like. It's a much smaller shield than your usual seed shields, but it's got, like, this, like, pointed shape on the bottom of it. Uh, it's got, like, these two little points on top, uh, and then a middle point, um, like, a smaller middle point on top as well. Uh, instead of having the hole in it, which is the thing I actually really like about the seed design for the shield, um, it's just it looks like it's just got, like, a big jewel in the middle. Um, mm-hmm. And then it has a bunch of flames that attach to it, which, of course... They, I guess they do attach to it in the show, though, because I'm looking at, like, the show CG and the 2D art, and so those those yeah. flames, they're not, like, they, these are not, like, effect pieces that are actually flames. Well, they are also effect pieces because the gun can do a thing, but, mm. like, that's just them being efficient with design here. They, they are part of the shield normally, and then also when you want to do the super move, you, you attach them to the gun. So the thing that gets me about this is that the flame effects, you know what they remind me of is, like, the really old, because of the color and everything, they remind me of the old Lego flames, just fancier. Huh. <laughs> like, you know, like, the clear Lego flames. Yeah. More, more, those were kind of, I feel like, more orangey, but I hear what you're saying, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, as you mentioned, it has a rifle. Um, it's actually, I don't think it's really based on the Akatsuki's rifle. <laughs> no, not pretty much at all. Yeah, no, this is this is actually pretty original. This is like a dragon mouth. Yeah. Um, you know, it's got like a little, it does have a carry handle on top, but the carry handle I think is supposed to evoke like looking like some mean eyes, like you mentioned, because it does kind of look like an elongated dragon head. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you've got the barrel at the front, and then you've got, like, an underbarrel on it, and that underbarrel has, like, some teeth. Um, and then if you go back, it also has, like, a handle guard uh, that is, like, very pointy and down. So, and that ends up looking like a dragon's, like, beard or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, that little area below that looks like a mouth uh, is, like, what you mentioned. You can attach the flames, and it looks like it becomes, like, a flame whip. Yeah. Given the way that it is uh, being shown off here. Um, mm-hmm. which, that's a, that's a neat weapon. Uh, oh, and of course it can ride a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, they all ride motorcycles, because that's just the replacement just, for horses in this. They just yeah. have motorcycles, yeah. What a, what a weird show. <laughs> like, the progression of it, too. Yeah. Um, yep, yep. yeah. Uh, I think this is a fine design. Um, 
from especially from one of these show ones. Uh, like I said, I actually like I I I've grown a fondness over time, especially since we've talked about them about these little guys. Oh, also, it does have um, it does have like one of those little chips that like the um, I can't remember which one we covered that had these because you know they're not uncommon. I know Sao Sao had it, the Trinity Memories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see. Does it actually plug into him though? It plugs into his gun. Oh, okay. It's in the gun. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I know Tsao just had his fucking back rack full of these. Yeah, I feel like it's like some, for some people, it's like they have a super attack they use with it, and for some people, they have a super mode, and that's the distinction. Ah, uh, okay. I think. I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, this guy, I don't think he appears in all three shows, does he? It's only two shows. Or oh no, two shows, right? Oh right, because the 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 third show is the uh, SD World, uh, but it's the Night Gundam stuff, which is its own contained thing. Uh huh. Um. So he, do- I don't think he appears in that at all. Um. I think he might have a cameo or two in World Heroes, but that's if so, that would be really it. Like there are points where they're like, like two or three times over the course of you know like fifty episodes. They call back and they're like, hey, how are the three kingdoms going? And, you know, someone picks up the phone and goes, it's going great. Um, I will say, looking at the, uh, the, the SD World Heroes Dragon Knight website, uh, there are, there, there is some other people who are, um, uh, that do show up in it, but it's specifically, uh, fucking Zhao Yun. And Soon Quan are the ones that show up in the Night Gundam show. Just going off the website and the character listings. Let me see this. It's uh here, I'll link you it. It's ver- I'm looking at it now. It's ver- It makes sense given what happens in the show. It's just but... funny that these two are here. Wow, they really went ham with them, huh? We might have we're gonna have to do cleanup. Oh yeah. Oh, because these are. Did we already cover? It was Zhao Yun. Right? We covered. We covered Zhao Yun. Yeah. yeah. But you know, we're not gonna do it right now. Yeah. Um, no, but, but damn. The, wow. The command package. I also haven't seen the show. I guess I have to now, huh? Yeah. Um. Has the show uh, even debuted? I like, don't know. I don't know how this works. Yeah, because I'm like looking. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. All right. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> well, six, uh, or is this just a comic? Cause there's a bunch of, they're talking, there's a bunch of talk about comics. Oh wait, is it not an anime? I have no idea. I I, I'm mostly... I, I heard the, I heard the name and I just assumed it was a nothing and you know. Well, I assumed continued. it was an anime cause there was a lot of the CGR for it, but maybe it's not an anime. Um, let me look at the wiki. Um, it is a spinoff sequel. Uh, it is... Okay, it says release 2022 to ongoing. That's not... Okay, wait, episode? Okay, it does list, like, episode and music and openings and endings, but it doesn't list any. Okay. Maybe it got delayed or something. I don't know. I'll look into it more off the air. Yep. For now, yep. let's just roll and, and see what else we're going to talk about. Yep. <sighs> okay. Okay, what's the next one? Uh, the next one is Da Kiao Artemy Gundam. Oh, I do like this one. Well, I like the Artemy Gundam, so... Um, give me one second. I'm just gonna see. This one, I'm assuming, also got a model. 
So maybe not though, actually, because it's. I don't know. Choice. Oh no, it did. It did. Uh, with the with the with the gun archer. So we're gonna probably talk about both of them because they are twins. Yeah, I I only listed yeah because it's the the cow sisters are, yeah, yeah. are together in this one. Pretty similar design, actually. Looking at them, they're um <clears throat> appropriately. In, in the story, their role is basically as uh, Zhao Yu's hose. Oh. They just follow him around and simp over him. Ah. They do have some cool energy loots going on here. Or not loot, but um, I don't know what instrument that is, actually. I, uh, I, oh man, don't do this to me. I, is it, uh, it's, it's, I, I should know this and I don't. And I'm frustrated. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for doing this to you. It's not a chamois. It might be a chamoisen. Um. Well, I know chamoisen isn't isn't ja- Chinese. It's Japanese, but also some details about these characters are in fact not Chinese. They're Japanese. So yeah. Um. All right. So this makes sense because um. To be fair, the uh the Artemy is technically the basis for the gun archer. Um, obviously IRL that worked out a different, that worked out backwards, but you know, in universe. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that it, you get both of them. And I guess it makes sense if you're going to have to have, I mean, you're going to put the twins in probably because I mean, they show up in fucking romance or they show up in dynasty warriors. So <laughs> yeah, they're popular enough. Yeah. If they're uh... popular enough to show up in dynasty warriors. I assume they're popular enough to show up in this. Um, so yeah. So for, um, uh, Doc Yao, um, who would be Artemy, um, we have, <clears throat> for the head, uh, uh, a more femme-looking Gundam head overall, very round, um, not as much helm, basically, so you've got the big forehead jewel, and you've got, on the back of the head, almost what I assume is supposed to look like a ponytail, like a, like a, mm-hmm. like a very tied ponytail sticking up uh the head though like the vents are very small you have a lot less helmet and a lot more face which is why i feel like oh okay they're trying to make this look more feminine also mm-hmm. um you got really they also oh. give them like the like three face right like colon three yeah on the face guard mm-hmm. uh because yeah it's got the um which to be fair uh even the Artemy kind of has. Though, funnily enough, that's not what the Artemy's yeah, face right. actually looks like. That's a mask on the Artemy. Because remember, they don't want people to find out these are Gundams, so they don't oh, have... Right. Yeah, um, they actually have uh, ejectable faceplates. Uh, though the wiki doesn't actually have a picture of the Artemy with the faceplate ejected. That's interesting to me, actually. Huh. Hold on. Uh, you might have just spoiled something for future World Hero stuff. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Well... I doubt um, it. I, I doubt, yeah. Um, yeah, so you've got, like, the faceplate, and it's got kind of, like, these, like, uh, it, it has a kitty face, right? It basically has, like, a kitty Pretty much, face. yeah. Uh, yeah. and very big eyes. Very big eyes. Um, then for the torso, you've got boob armor. Just no other way of putting it. It's just got boob armor. Um, you know, mm-hmm. there's golden boob armor. Um... Not a lot, really, because the torso is very thin overall, so you don't really have a lot of detail going on with this, looking at it. 
Um, mm-hmm. You just got like a golden plate on the front. You've got golden armor on the sides, and you've got weird energy boobs. Um, for the sh- they're not. I, I I will say that's that is just they make some real choices here with the kit. Um, that I don't know if I agree with. I sent you some of the line art so yeah. you can compare. Yeah. They're they're not energy boobs in this show. They're just boobs. Oh yeah, they're just. Well, I don't know. Yeah, because they're the problem is. Yeah, on the original artwork, they don't have clear p- pieces on them. They're a lot more opaque. But because mm-hmm. it's the SDK and because that's like the gimmick of this line is they love doing all these clear parts. All the like all the lighter yellow is like basically clear on uh on her design so that would include the, giving her fucking energy boobs which is so funny to me please please transparency fair enough uh for the shoulders you've got very simple shoulder armor with like some gold uh, uh, like little gold almost like cloud swirls uh on the um bottom of the shoulder along the bottom um mm-hmm. For the arms, uh, the arms are more round, um, and they have, like, a bump in the middle of the forearm, and then you've got, like, golden, like, little wrist cuffs, um, with some little detail, like, little circular golden details inlaid on the front and back, um, the hands are hands, uh, for the skirt, you've got, uh, very, like, it does have, like, the three-section skirt. Uh, more like a Gundam than the Akatsuki had. Like, you can actually see, like, the three skirt sections. Of course, though, there's a cloth uh, plugged into the whole bottom section, so it still ends up not being a Gundam skirt in that it's just a plate with, like, you know, an actual skirt on it, uh, unlike most. Um, For the uh, cloth, you've got yellow cloth with, like, gold uh, trim. Uh, For the side skirts... Same thing, you've got, like, little side skirt pieces that have the golden, or the yellow cloth with the golden trim around it. Uh, for the rear skirt, you have a single rear skirt uh, with actually, it, ironically enough, it's reversed on them, right? Because uh, on the Artemy, it's a red rear skirt. Um, I don't mm-hmm. even know if it has a, tr- oh, no, it, do- it does have a golden trim. Yeah, you can see where it's supposed to be golden. Uh, so, yeah, sing- uh, like a rear skirt piece that has like some hanging down white armor on the uh rear skirt but then on the lower part you have the cloth again and it's a red cloth with uh gold trim um Mm -hmm. and then for the legs uh upper leg again just like black thigh pieces with no real detail on them um the lower leg you've got some like white leg armor um again a bit more thin and rounded uh with some neat knees uh that have golden trim armor on it um the ankle armor um it doesn't really have the separate ankle armor it has like the you know plugged into the bottom of the leg style of ankle armor um it does have like a little golden piece on the front that you know sticks out a bit more so still looks like actual ankle armor and then it's got like a little white armor sticking out of the back uh and then the feet are very simple just like a white piece and then gold boots, uh, though it does have, like, little bright yellow parts on the sides of the foot. Um, just, like, these little slits on the side. Um, and yeah, uh, I guess real quick just to go into it, just also, because they also have the same accessories in a way. Um, Mm -hmm. the only real differences on, um, 
what's the other uh sister uh Zhao Kiao Zhao Kiao yeah Zhao Kiao um Zhao Kiao's uh design changes are mainly on the head and the torso um so the head for her is she's got like a red veil on basically um I think it looks much Mm -hmm. cooler in the shower it's too clear on the normal one so it just looks a little weird on the kit if I'm being honest uh, yeah, I mean her her show art I think actually looks cool. Yeah, um, she does have like a a ponytail ass ponytail also is another big difference. Um, mm-hmm. And she's got a bit more instead of having the red on the head, she's got like a just a big golden jewel surrounded by yellow pieces, um, mm-hmm. as opposed to a big red jewel with some uh, yellow pieces around it like the um, Artemis. Um, for the torso, uh, she has no other nice way of putting it. She's just got a smaller chest, uh, that still has... And unfortunately, the gold detail looks like hands grabbing her boobs, which is a questionable choice. Yep, and then it's, uh, in the clear red, which of course is more opaque in the show. Uh, the Mm -hmm. shoulders are... Basically the same, only you color, like, basically any of the areas that have the little, like, yellow details on the Artemy are just colored red on this. But it's the same mm-hmm. design. To the point where the skirt is actually the Artemy's rear skirt put on the front. You just, They have the same skirts, it's just they reverse which one's on the front and which one's on the back. So she's got, yep. like, a big front skirt and a small back skirt, and it's just, you know, the inverse of the other one. And, like, even the legs, same details, only... All the areas that are bright yellow on the one, uh, you just change those into being red. Uh, other than on the feet. On the feet, it's still yellow on the sides, interestingly. I would have thought those would have turned red also. Hmm. Um, yeah. Yep. So, uh, for both of them, for the Artemy and the Gun Archer, their accessories are, yeah, instruments. And again, it's color. They are, oh no, they're not even color inverted. They're just the same instrument. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and they can turn into an axe or a Gatling gun. Which, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it's alright. And they put little, uh, they have the little chips in them that even have the instrument on there. Um. Uh. Yeah, this is, you know, they're fine. Uh, I do think the axe part sticking out is, I, I think that's the one I like more than the mm-hmm. Gatling. Because the Gatling is just like, oh... Out of the bottom of it, like, you know, the little bottom of it flips out and it's got, uh, like, six barrels. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're not, like, long barrels. It's just very short in a way that I think is, like, kind of boring. But the axe, on the other hand, it has a big red blade start sticking out of the side of it. And then you fucking thwack them with the instrument. It's great. I like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. These two are fine. Uh, again, some questionable decisions made on it. And I think they're trying to... They, unfortunately they are trying too hard to femin like to make sure you know that these are girls yep and it, I, I think it kind of messes up the design a bit personally i also think they just don't try very hard right they could have made these too cool even even leaning really hard into girl they could have tried harder they could have tried I harder do, yeah i do like uh Zhao Kiao, all right sucks because they are made out of the, they are from designs i like i like the gun archer and i like the artemy a lot but mm-hmm. you know all right. They're also based from, I mean, like, uh, this is a, a fun fact that people may not know. Uh, of course, ev- everyone knows these two girls, their names are Da Kiao and Zhao Kiao, right? Mm-hmm. 
No, that's not their names. That's not their names. Da means older and Zhao means younger. We know there were two Zhao sisters, so we call them older sister and younger oh, sister. Oh, I actually basically. didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and of course, their famous rule in the Three Kingdoms uh, novel is that Cao uh, <laughs> Cao builds a tower and writes a poem about how much he wants to bone them. <laughs> Uh-huh, and, it causes, and this it causes and this causes Wu to go to war. <laughs> yeah, it causes a war. Uh, is that tied into him building? That's the, yeah. You mentioned it, the tower. So yeah. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, yeah. The uh, the the bronze, the bronze bird terrace tower, or bronze yeah. bird terrace. Yeah. There are a couple of translations. Towers are valid. So. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. Uh. To be fair, it's a cool terrace uh, for all like the things I see that try to depict what it did look like before. Because I believe it was... Was it destroyed? Probably. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't remember that. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to see it real quick. Uh, I just see like de- depictions of it like this uh, that are obviously like renders, and I'm like... I mean, it doesn't exist to this day, I can tell you that. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> That's the thing, right? But if it did exist, I mean, this is a pretty sick little, like, castle-like area that you got going on yeah. here. Yeah, that's um, cool. Only Tato could build it. Of course. Of course. Alright, uh, I guess let's just roll another fuck it. Let's just go. Alright. Oh, this is an interesting one. Okay. Uh, Gan Ning Crossbone Gundam. We are just getting all the fucking Wu people today, aren't we? I guess so. Um, which I guess is appropriate. Um, I, I do like that he's a crossbone Gundam, because as we all know, Gunning is a pirate that just does not ever want to be called a pirate. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me find it real quick. Huh? I think he's also fairly cool. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I meant in the show. I Like, in general, I'm, I'm down with him, but I also think this design is pretty good. Uh, yeah. Just for comparison, because of course, since we're using uh, schizophonic, a lot of a lot of this is just like he hates stickers and he won't paint anything. And like the not painting anything is like you know fair enough. I don't paint things for the most part either. But just to see you know the promotional art of like this is what it it we want it to look like when it's done. Yeah, and also I have the two D art of him saved. I guess I'll probably create a folder with all of these because we're having to jump around a lot to look at things. So I'll just help you all out, listener. Yep. Um, the only problem, like, the reason I have to use the models a lot, though, is because, as you as you may have noticed, unfortunately, they have frontal line art, they don't have rear line art. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sometimes I can't, like, see, like, oh, what's going on with the backpack or the rear skirt or whatever. So, for Gunning here, uh, they made him a crossbow, uh, which makes sense because, again, he is a pirate who, I, I can't remember, like, what are the circumstances of him getting hired um, to work for them, like... That's a great question. Um, I, I just remember, I, I like, I, I remember, I just remember in the story, the two things are, he starts working for them, and also he does not want to be called a pirate, even though he's obviously a pirate, and that's what he did. Um. Uh. Okay. Oh, right. Uh-huh. I forgot about this. Um. So he lives as a pirate for a little while. Um, he takes a break and reads a bunch of books and is like, damn, I should work for the government. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so 
funny. Which at the like That's so all, funny. In any era is a is like, okay, yes, if you can get government money, that's a smart, stable way to live. In this era in this in this era though, where they're like, Yes, you can have all the wealth you can imagine and it's official, like smartest possible move for a pirate. Uh-huh. Excuse me, not a pirate. Yeah, not a pirate anymore. Or not <laughs> never was a pirate. Or a bandit. No, of course not. Of course not. It is it is it is bad to be known as these things. Um, yeah, and <laughs> meanwhile, this design, so, uh, I guess him saying that all the time didn't really work out for him, given that he's being depicted as a crossbone here. Um, so, first of all, um, so he's got the crossbone forehead jewel with, like, you know, the skull and crossbones, uh, you know, on a black, it's not really, like, a jewel on this case, it's just on a black armor piece, and he does have a V-fin around it, and what this surrounds, though, so you've got the V-fin, and you've got a little bit, like, of a golden crown, like, sweeping back. He's got hair. Like, he's he got spiked hair. back hair. Uh, black spiked back hair. Which is very funny for an SD. Uh, part of the uh, crown also has the uh, tears cut in. Because, you know, the crossbone has the, uh, you know, red eye cuts like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, looks good. Um, the hair is very goofy looking, but it's charming. Uh, incidentally, he's the I think he's the first of these Gundams to actually have a mohawk camera on the back of the head, though. They just put a mohawk on the back of the uh, hair. Looks hilarious on the kit. Um, he's also got uh, actually a surprising amount of detail on the back of the head. He's got like a whole like basically like a seal on the back of the head is what it looks like. Uh, but assuming you take this as like canon, right? The way this looks on the kit, uh-huh. his hair is just a series of folded sheets of metal. I guess that would be it, though, right? Because he is a Gundam. I guess, yeah. I guess. Um, I mean, like they're allowed to have cloth on them, but you know. Yeah. Uh, you could have. You could have. It would be weirder, I guess, if your hair was made of it's cotton. It's funny because this design overall, especially when you start getting to like the torso, is actually like really faithful to the crossbone. It just has some extra detail, like the chest here. It is the crossbone chest, almost like one to one. The only difference being that on the um top of the test chest you have uh, some gold trim with like little gold spikes poking up out of it uh mm-hmm. and i mean it even has like the like uh, what almost looks like the crossbone vanguard symbol on the chest there uh you know and it has got the triple um the triple grates like the uh crossbone has it's got some extra little red uh tor like on the uh torso um pieces you've got these like little red cuts with like little uh, cuts downward on them. Um, for the shoulders, again, also just very similar to the crossbone shoulders. You've got the upper half is black, the lower half is white, but the main difference is you add gold trim around both halves. Um, it's got some golden spikes also at the end of each shoulder, so it's got a total of six of them. Almost makes it look like it has, like, a weird lamprey for a shoulder, because it's got, like, you know, the weird little, like, uh, thrusters on the shoulder as well, but they look like eyes in this case to me, so now it just looks like he's got fucked up lamprey shoulders. Um, also a little bit of, uh, red also on the shoulder, on the front and back of the armor. Um, for the arms, uh, plain upper arm, pretty plain lower arm, again, though, doing a good job of just looking like the crossbones lower arm, because it does have, you know, like, the red cuff. Though, of course, Mm -hmm. that red cuff now has a golden cuff in front of it as well, that, um, uh, on the back of the arm actually sweeps back a bit and protects the elbow. Um, no real, like, decoration on it. It's mostly just, a you know, golden armor with, like, little 
bumps and spikes on it. Mm-hmm. Um, for the skirt, uh, you've got the front skirt, uh, the front like crotch piece, which actually ha- is the piece that has the cloth attached underneath. But then it actually does have two, you know, metal skirt armor pieces that are uh, obviously not on the SD kit still because this is an SD kit. They're not separate, but they actually look like they are separate, like looking at the design, unlike the other ones where they kind of all have to have a fused skirt. Um, So you've got, like, for each of the armors, you've got, like, a little square piece with, like, a golden tick on it. Um, On the inner crotch area, you've got, like, this golden... Uh, like, you know, gold trim around the edge. Basically gold trim around most of the edge of the skirt other than on the top edge. Um, as you go down, it has these, like, red spikes sticking out of the bottom of the skirt. And then, like, some black uh, pointed armor. So I guess that's still supposed to look like, like a coat. Like, it's like a layered coat or something. Yeah, it looks kind of weird and, like, almost tattered a little bit and i wonder if it's supposed to be another gan ning like history reference we're going to get to another one in a second here but back when gan ning and his group of friends uh used to go around with weapons and ask people for money um one of the things they would do is when they moored their ships they would moor them with silk and then instead of untying it they would just cut it to show how rich they were and leave the silk behind oh wow um so i possibly i I, I very well could be reaching. But like, I mean, eh, maybe that's a reference to that. Yeah. But this one's definitely a reference because on the side mm-hmm. skirts, we've got bells. Right. Because that's the other thing about his uh, group of friends is they would always wear bells to let people know they were coming. <laughs> How kind. <laughs> um, yeah, they've got some you've got some bells on this built into the side skirts, uh, which are otherwise just simple little hexagonal pieces uh, with some gold trim. And it's got, like, some golden claws extending around the bells holding them in place. Uh, and then you've got just basically a full tailcoat going on here. Um, that extends, like, from each side of the side skirt into the rear skirt. Um, which the rear skirt is a singular big piece. Uh, it's got little teeth on the bottom of it. Looks like it would be gold trim again and probably have red inner details just like, uh, you know... A lot of similarities going on with these pieces, right? It's they they like keeping a lot of thematic similarity going on. That's just how mm-hmm. you know these these designs go. Um, yeah, looking at the painted, yeah, it's gold trim and it's got red pieces on the inside. Uh, oh, I didn't notice this. It has. Coat. Oh yeah, just a very small gimmick on the face. The face mask can lift up just a tiny bit. Yeah, it's it does do the crossbone thing, but only a very little bit. I don't know why. It's just a very, like... just makes him look like he's going, like, meh. Yeah, <laughs> it does make him look real grumpy. Um, yeah, uh, and then for the legs, uh, you know, even if there was upper leg detail, you can't see it with the design of these legs, uh, because this guy's got the biggest skirt, uh, sections of all of the, all, all the ones we've looked at so far. But for the lower legs, um... Still a fair amount. Uh, a fair amount is being blocked, but you can see actually he's got really detailed lower legs because he's got like golden uh, trim around like the whole knee and even like going further down to where the ankle armor is. The ankle armor also has a bunch of extra golden uh, armor. It's got like a little black square in the middle of it. Um, it's it's very it, it, it the legs are very like compacted because again uh, I think it's just because of how much skirt is going on. It's really hard to see these details. 
uh, both in the show art and even on even on the SD kit, even when it's posed, it's kind of hard to see these legs. Um, mm-hmm. They're pretty simple though. It does have the crossbone um, ankle armor thing where it's got like the wraparound ankle armor with like the swept back wings also that like pop up. Uh, and then the feet. Uh, he's got some boots with. Uh, they're basically just Gundam feet, but he that you have some little golden diamonds added to it, so, so that you know this is an SD. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, and then finally, uh, the backpack. Uh, being a crossbone, he of course has a big X-shaped backpack. Uh, in this case, it is like basically almost looks like um, it, it looks like it's going for like the feather look again. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and they are just like you know, on a simple little back piece, and they just stick out. And he's also got a, the, one of those like little slots on the back for the little uh, uh memory uh memory chip things the bell memory for him it's the bell memory because of course it is um and yeah and then you've got the flame sticking out of the back uh of course for weapons he has this is called the zembam yojo zembam yojo uh which is i mean it's the zanbuster right <laughs> uh yeah it's you know the the weird looking flintlock beam rifle, um, pretty much the same as the uh, the original design, only a lot more gold trim going on, uh, on like the parts of it, but pretty similar design overall, um, and it looks like it has some kind of super mode with that where you can attach one of the four back crosses into it. Uh, very much feels like just like you know kids toy gimmick, um. Yeah, I don't remember that really being a thing in the the show. Uh, oh, so also he like has fucking tonfas. Oh, these are sick. I definitely don't remember these. And the, uh, those aren't tonfas, those are katars. Or, I guess they're just katars, yeah, because they're not like, sw- they don't have any bits swept back. These are cool. Uh, yeah, he's just got these two katars, uh, two punch daggers. And then, of course... Oh, okay, so that's why he has those red pieces on the skirt. Uh, he does have these screw whips like the, uh, the, um, the original crossbone has, only they're weird flaming ones. Oh, that's where the guitars come from. They're the ends of the screw whips here. Or the, uh, I scissor. See. I see. Uh, it, the screw whips are not what are originally in the skirts. It's like the scissor, you know, you know what I'm talking about, like the big claws that the crossbone has. In the uh, front mm-hmm. skirts. Okay, I'm actually kind of glad they put that there. I didn't realize that was there. Neat. This guy... Yeah, I mean, I guess he's also with Wu, so that makes sense why they're posing him with the Akatsuki on this page. Just yep. just funny how this has worked out. Well. Indeed. That's another. Uh, Want to do one more? Yeah, let's do one more. Let's see if we get another fucking Wu just by pure chance. Oh, that's the wrong die. Oh, I can't <laughs> use that. No, we rolled in the same territory, but by chance, I happen to have randomly put something else in here. Oh. This is the Robin Hood Gundam Age 2. Oh, okay. Uh, here's that, and here's the kit, and also I believe I have... I'll just throw the art in the chat because I've already got this folder open. Yep, here it is. The Robin Hood H2. Uh, 
Oh, this is a fun design. <laughs> this is a very fun one, actually. Sadly, no 2D art for this one. This is one of those ones where I only have the CG art. Yeah, by the time of World Heroes, they stopped really bothering as much. Yeah. Um. All right, so uh, Robin Hood H2. Okay, so uh, starting with the head, uh, we have a hat. This one just has a full-on ass hat. Uh, it's colored green. Uh, you've got a feather in the top of the hat on the uh, the left side of the hat. If you're looking at it, it's the right, but you know what I mean. It's left. Um, mm -hmm. You've got some lighter green parts as you go down uh, lower, and you've got like a red for. You've still got the forehead jewel. Uh, he does also have uh, two pieces on the front that almost look like they're supposed to be like you know like the uh, the limbs of a bow. That's almost yeah. what they remind me of. Or, or, and they're also kind of positioned like huge eyebrows. They are positioned like huge eyebrows. Especially on the kit, actually, <laughs> looking at it. Um, but on the, even on the line art, or the, uh, you know, the 3D art, you can see it. Um, as you go down, the actual head... Oh, oh, uh, Dylan? What? Yeah, scroll down. They are. He pulls them off and he has regular eyebrows underneath. And those are his bow. Oh, amazing okay so those are just the two metal handles okay that's why they have the two colors because you pull off the the gray metal pieces and you just got the actual v-fin left okay uh, -huh. uh then for the head itself um so for the cheek you actually have uh is, is the feather only on the one side or is it on both it's only on the one side oh no no no! it is on both uh for the cheeks oh for the cheeks sorry yeah. yes yeah so it actually has a feather on either side for, like, the cheek vents uh, that are swept back, too. So lots of feathers on this guy. Um, uh, you've got around the uh, area where the... Uh, around, like, the head armor that's framing the face, you've got some silver trim with some, like, light green on the inside. Then for the face itself, it's the H2 head, which I think is a good head where it's got, like, the... Uh, gray outer part and then the chin and the face are inlaid into this like gray armor um very narrowed eyes on this guy because of the hat um then for the torso uh you've got same basic shape as the h2 torso though it's got a very interesting thing going on here with like the blue and the uh gray it's like the blue is almost like painted is what it looks like there like onto the gray and it's like faded it's really interesting looking actually yeah that looks like an error almost i don't know it's weird um i think let me let me scroll down to the painted one no that's intentional because if you look at the uh painted build here weird yeah it's very strange um so i guess I guess it's supposed to be blue armor with silver trim, but there's so little area to do the trim that it just looks really awkward. Yeah, if you look at him in the show, uh, here's a screenshot of that. It is not... I think it's just the model does this kind of badly, to be honest. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's got the, you know, age symbol on the chest, though, like the age system thing. Uh, and then you've got, like, the bump on the top of the chest... Um, you've got, I do like the way that they make the, uh, like, weird chest of the H2, because, you know, normally it's a transformable mobile suit, and normally it has kind of a weird chest, like, it doesn't have, like, your normal Gundam chest vents. They make that into almost like a cuirass on this, or like a breastplate, uh, mm -hmm. which is kind of cool. 
Uh, especially because I like that it's like actually tied in the middle there. I think that's a cute detail. Um, and you've got like little rivets in the uh, armor as well. Also, uh, on the top of the uh, collars, you actually have two like riveted in green parts too. Uh, mm -hmm. For the shoulders, um, really interesting shoulders to talk about. So first of all, you've got the blue armor on top. Then you've got like some silver trim on that, which has green cape going around, like a green cape on either shoulder, which I think is pretty, it's a really cool look. The other thing I think is a cool look is he has leather straps, basically like giant leather straps that have, are, I'm assuming these would be his arrows for the, like the shoulder blade pieces here. I guess so. I don't Yeah. Let me scroll a bit. See if I can uh, figure that out. Okay. So the gimmick on the kit is actually even funnier that those four pieces attached to the top of his hat, which ejects off and launches into them, I guess, which is ridiculous. I don't remember this. <laughs> That's pretty amazing though. I, I kind of love it. Uh, Definitely seems to be in the uh, category of, you know, uh, the category of, like, a weird gimmick that only exists because this is a SD toy and it needs a gimmick. Um, yeah, so you've got these four green blades, though, on the shoulder that are, you know, emulating the blades on the original um, H2. Or the H2 normal, I should say. Uh, for mm -hmm. the arm armor... Uh, the biceps are just white armor, but the, uh, forearms, uh, you've got this green armor. I do like that the green, because of its shapes and stuff, even when it's, like, a solid piece, it just all looks clothy, like, on the, uh, CG design. Mm -hmm. So it almost looks like it's got, like, you know, like, these, like, green cloth, uh, armor with, like, uh, some silver, like, armor around it, uh, both on the upper and lower part. Uh, very cuff-like, uh, forearms going on. And you've got, like, the little silver, you know, uh, wrist guard. Hands still are very plain hands. Uh, for the skirt, you've got, uh, for the crotch plate, you've got the little red jewel on top and then just a bunch of armor pointing down where that goes, like, all the way down to the ground, basically. <laughs> um, and then for the two skirts, you've got, like, a black skirt piece with some silver uh it actually has a leather belt also i just like that it has like the leather on this i like the way it emulates like materials on this guy a lot i mean not only the rivets the little like leather like cross stitching is so good it's really good yeah because you get that on all the little skirt pieces you've got like three sections of cloth but they have like armor in the middle of it and then it's got yeah like this little leather like cross stitch that's holding it together so it's just, like, a mixture of, like, leather, cloth, and, like, steel armor uh, in a way that I think is really cool looking. Uh, I like this guy a lot. Um, so, yeah, the three-part skirt, though. And then for the side skirts, you've got, like, a little clasp with a cape. I'm gonna, I'm assuming that goes all the way around. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Where's a good sh rear shot of this guy? Um, yeah, so you, the side skirt, technically the cloth it does not go all the way around because the cloth on the rear skirt is a different piece. But in the effect of the show and everything, this is just a big wraparound skirt. Mm -hmm. um, so for the rear skirt, you've got like some silver uh, armor with like some black uh, plates attached to it. Um, and then you've got more of the metal plates down the middle uh, with like the cross stitching. Uh, 
in the middle of this big green rear skirt, which is just a skirt. Um, and this motherfucker's got leather pants, uh, because his legs, if you look at his legs, you've got, like, a little bit of white upper leg armor, surprisingly, considering, like, most of the upper leg armor in this show is always usually just a black piece. Um, mm -hmm. and then the lower leg, though, you've got, like, it, it's, it doesn't even, like, evoke a Gundam leg anymore, because it does just look like a bunch of, like, weird leather layered armor. It's got, like, four little buttons on the knee there. You've got... Just, yeah, but, but I don't even know how to describe it because it's all just, like, leather pieces. There's not, like, separate pieces or anything. You've just got, like, weird pointy leg armor um, for, like, the calves and everything that uh, is supposed to look like leather. No ankle armor, really. Um, still has the feet, like, that are really simple because it's supposed to be, you know, from the original transforming mobile suit. However, he does have leather and metal spurs. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, he does. He's got leather and metal spurs on the back of the foot. I didn't notice that on the heel. That's great. If this wasn't the age, and I dislike every single age, <laughs> this is the worst thing about the design is that it's the age. Everything else that they did themselves is so cool. Oh, see, I love the age, too, so I'm already enamored with this. It's, it's, it's really a bummer that it's like the age series is like, okay, they're all going to be based around the age core system. And I think the age core looks like complete shit. Oh, you don't like the chest. Okay. I just think it looks like just so, so bad. And so even designs that I otherwise think look good, they just have this huge a. gaping wound in the middle of the design. <laughs> um, also the back of the torso, since it doesn't really have a backpack, uh, but I should mention the back of the torso, you've got some cloth with a, uh, metal, some metal armor in the middle of it. Um, very simple. But yeah, uh, yeah, so it pulls off the two, um, metal pieces on the hat, which are actually, it's the two limbs of the bow, which attaches this, like, green piece that it grabs onto. It looks like it just would generate it, like, energy or something, but again, hard to tell if that's the toy or if that's also in the show. Um, it does have a scope that folds over the eyes, though, when it's using the bow, which I think is fucking cool. It's very cool. Yeah. I think this guy rules. I love this guy, actually. This is probably my favorite of the ones we talked about. I mean, it's because it's the World Heroes design we talked about. They really went off with World Heroes, and sometimes it's not good, but it's always extra, and it's pretty dope. Yeah, because that's the other thing, right? Like, some of these other ones, like, even though this also has, like, some really weird gimmicks, it feels like they went, like, extra, like, well, you know what it is also? I think it's just because, like... The other ones feel like they're still very similar to the old SD designs, especially, like, mm. popular ones. Like, the way that they do the armor and stuff, like, they added a bit of extra, like, gold and stuff to it. But, like, like the thing that enamors me with this design is, like, all, of, like, the leather and, like, doing, like, the cross-stitching and stuff. Like, you don't really get those on those other designs we looked at. It's just golden armor and stuff like that. Or, yeah, it's basically all golden armor on the ones we talked about today. Um, mm-hmm. Which isn't, like, bad. It's just something I'm very used to, though, with, like, SDs. So this one doing, like, this silver plate uh, art, plate mail and stuff like that on, like, cloth and leather. Just, I don't know. It's just something different. And because it's different, it's, you know. This fires arrows with meteoric speed. Thank you, Manual. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, all right. That's that for that. Um, yeah. I, I cut, you know, there's a part of me that wants to keep going because there's so many other cool designs, but it's like, it's fine. We'll come back here someday. Yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, six. Any Q and A or anything like that, or do we just want to wrap up? I'll double check my messages here just to be sure, but I think we're done here. Okay. Yep, I think we're done. Yeah. Uh, six. I did all those new missions that they added to GBO two, like the um, you know, the challenge missions, and got nine mm-hmm. tokens from that, and then my clans leveled up. No Heisen play for Dylan. <laughs> Bummer. I can't. Uh, I have tried. I, I think I only tried like three or four times. But the Anna Rose Quinn Mansa, my best time is like three oh six. Oh, I um, uh, the way I did that. That one, I had to do some wonky stuff. I was playing as... I have my 700 cost uh, Cubelay Mark II. Mm-hmm. And I actually turned off the funnels entirely so I could switch through my weapons quicker. Because I, 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 mm. I, am, I am... I do not use the button switching because I'm never used to that. I just do the tapping to switch. I see. Yeah. And I just used the wrist gun to take out the guys at the beginning. And then I just kept alternating between the two sabers because you can have an almost infinite combo go on with the sabers. And I have my, uh, I have every melee boost on it and I beat I it in like two, I think it was like two forty. I don't know how these people beat it in 30 seconds. I just, I don't understand. I look at the records and I'm like, how did you do that? <laughs> Wish it let you see video of the records. So I can actually like yeah. see how they pulled it off. Cause like sometimes I see the times like on the ranked ones and usually the mm-hmm. ranked ones also have like the cost limit and I'll see like 30 seconds and I'm like, how, how did you do that? Yeah. There's no yeah. way. I don't, know. I, don't know. I don't know. Anyway. I mean, you know, the, you know, the other thing is you can do it co-op. If you had two other teammates who were actually helping you, that's true. That would speed things up a lot. Though they do have a separate leaderboard for co-op and single player still, so that's oh, still... Oh, really? Yes. So that's the thing. The single players still get done really quick. Now, the co-op ones get done really fast, but, you know, it's all real players. That makes more sense. Um, my, my theory is Nomides. Dom Nomides with a bunch of ranged enhancements. Um. Well, no, you can see what mobile suits they play. A lot of people just play raids. It's, it's usually always yeah. raids at the top of the chart. Which, to be fair, it's because they... Raids have we- a weird niche in the game right now, but... Which is called not a niche. They're just the best. The only thing that keeps the them worst. at all in check... The only thing that keeps them at all in check is the fact that generals are still okay and they have advantage against raids. Yeah. Supports are dog food at this point. Which is funny, though, because I still play my Cubelay. I, I Now, here's the thing. If you have one support on your team, that one support will usually still be able to do good. Like, in games where I'm the only mass production Cubelay, everything seems to go really good. In games where we have more than one support, though, things start going bad. And also, I mean, like, if you are a lot better than the opponent, it can work out um, as a lone support. But if you're a lone support and the entire team just ditches you because they have superior boost and no positional awareness, you can get pretty fucked. Yeah. Uh... It's so funny because I remember I remember raids used to be terrible. I mean, and that's that honestly, that's why we have the problem we have today is they kept trying to overcompensate and they what they did is they made damage tuning uh, just get real weird. So once you start hitting like the 400 cost or higher raids, they do so much damage now. I mean, there's a I I was playing as a support in uh, I think it was a six. It was either 600 or 650. And I spawned and I fired and someone swung, a raid swung a weapon and killed me from full health in one hit. Uh, yeah, especially, um, I think there's, one of the double Zetas, I believe, is, um, 
is a raid. Uh, I can't remember for sure. I, I think maybe the normal double Zeta. No, the normal double Zeta is a general. It might be the enhanced yeah, double is. Zeta is a raid. I just yeah, know, I know sense. I've gotten hit by a hyper beam saber before. Like that's been fully charged and it has completely fucked up my shit. So anyway, all right. Well, yeah. that's some minor GBO two talk. Uh, I'm, I'm having fun with the game right now. I still have, I do. Yeah. Like I do just think they're bad at balance and net code and level design, which are pretty big things to be bad at, but it's fun anyway. They, they, I, I figured out the net code thing, by the way, I did figure out why I have such a different experience. I think they do just segregate wireless players to only play with other wireless players. That makes sense. It's. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just, I realized, I'm like, why do I have such a good connection compared to the other people? But it's because I'm using a wire. And so it's only connecting me to other wired players. So I think that's a bad way of handling it. I think they should just do, I get if you want to do the Wi-Fi bars thing, right? Like if you want to do like the mm -hmm. bar, like or like the connection speed bars. If you want to do connection speed bars, sure. But I think if someone's Wi-Fi is like, you know, full bars, I, I think it's okay with them for them to be with a uh, wired player. Uh, You know, um, but yeah, uh, and then the balancing, I think we talked about also, we found out why their balance is wonky and it's because their fucking Shit. metric for it is weird. It is the most bizarre metric because it only accounts for the average player, but ironically that makes things more imbalanced when it comes to playing with like players of your skill level, because it's basically going for reading. It, it, it is going to be reading the lowest common denominator basically in right. terms of skill right. because, um, for those that don't know, they balance GBO2 by deciding, okay, we want everything to have a near 50% win rate. The problem with the and and like they have it like separated by level and like by damage dealt and how often you beat the rival, they want all the numbers to basically be 50%. And they'll adjust things even if it's 50%, they'll still adjust if like, oh, this mobile suit is dying a lot even though it's winning 50% of matches. They'll still like maybe give it more health or defense or something. But the, the problem is they're not accounting for player skill at all because it's only going off all the raw stats of all players. And that means that, like, certain suits that... Okay, if a suit is really hard to play but is actually pretty good, they'll keep buffing it anyway, though, because if most players playing it aren't good with it but are still playing it, that's going to drag the average down. So then it gets buffed, oh. so then the people who are really good with it get to destroy people with it. And then the people who are bad with it probably just do slightly better or whatever, you know, a really funny example for me is I'm not a very good raid pilot in general. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but I played a lot of code fairy, like more than just what you, what I needed to, to unlock the Titania. I tried to go for everything. I still should come back and finish the last mission on hard. The last mission on hard is really frustrating though. Um, yeah, to unlock the very last thing. Um, which is the stupid Jim Spartan anyway, so who really cares? But um, funny face on that guy. But but because of this, I play the Titania a lot because I got a lot of time in with the Titania. That thing's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And they're not nerfing it at all. They're like, no, that thing's good. Well, it's no, like, no, it has a 50% win rate because here's the thing, uh -huh. especially as you hit the lower ranks. Well, here's the problem with raids. Also, this is why raids are something to benefit from this. Most players look at raids and what they decide is, oh, I go in and do melee. And if a if a raid player is bad, you can fucking eat them for breakfast because they're going to just yeah. be trying to go in and blindly swing melee. And this is like, this is why you have to account for like 
how this does versus player skill levels and rank and whatnot, because, sure, raids are very easy for someone to do bad with, but now they're so overtuned that people who are good with them just completely destroy everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, except I... for unicorns, don't worry, the unicorns are keeping the raids in check in, uh, in 700. <laughs> they nerfed the unicorns hard, because the unicorns did only have a 50% win rate, actually. Uh, but huh. they actually acknowledged, hey, it doesn't matter that they were only 50%, we noticed that, like, 75% of matches seemed to swing based on how many unicorns were in a match. Yeah, it's like they had a 50% win rate because every match had a, a unicorn on both sides. Yeah, that's so the problem. Because yeah. the unicorn was uh, like one of the most played suits when it came out. Uh, it, because people, I mean, in the whole game, it is just one of the most played suits. People like, like rolled for the unicorn and everything and got it and play as it a lot. I mean, hell, now the Fenix is that. I went into a match the other day where I was a mass production cubelay with fucking five Fenixes. And it's just like, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. I mean, it's fun. They're great partners. They sure fucking are. Uh, though I will say, <laughs> they, they suffer from the problem that it, it, they are going to look like only a 50% win rate because our opponent team had like four Fenixes and three of them sucked with it because they didn't know how to use it. So mm -hmm. it's still going to drag the win rate down. This is why you can't just use win rate in a 6v6 game as your sole... I, I get it. I get where the ideas are coming in, but I've played a lot of fighting games. You can't only use statistics. Well, you can, but you have to use more, inch, more like... You have to also, like... Complicated statistics. You have yeah. to use complicated statistics, and honestly, I think you need to look at the actual matches. You need someone to actually look at how this goes in practical gameplay. Because only the statistics uh, at their bare bones, I don't think, will purely help you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Especially not in a 6v6 team-based 3D shooter. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, there's just way too much going on with this game that you, I just do not think any amount of data gathering will be able to help them just look at numbers and go, okay, based on these numbers, this should fix this way. Like, there's just, that is not how things go in actual play. I also want to shout out to my homies. Uh, I played a match yesterday in 300. It was 300 on ground, right? Mm -hmm. We loaded in, and including me, five of the six of us had pre-picked raids, right? Uh-huh. And I saw a bunch of people pull up their Haro menus and start to change, right? I saw a couple of people switch to generals and stuff. And I chatted, who will sortie in a raid? And everyone got on board, and we, we launched a six-person raid team. Uh, oh, that reminds from the early days, from the days before the raids were busted, uh, one of my favorite teams I ran was uh, six uh, gym sniper customs. Hell yeah! We all we were all in gym sniper customs, and we were all running the double uh, the double barrel uh, beam spray gun because that uh, that I mean that was my favorite back in the day. And people used to be like, "Oh, it's such a terrible sniper." That's because you don't play it as a sniper. You put the double barrel beam uh, spray gun on it, and you play it like a fucking raid or something, or like a general to raid unit. The gym sniper mm -hmm. custom is not a sniper. <laughs> Truly. That's that's one of the best things about the game is when you start to see that, like, raid, general, and support. Often they tell you what their role is, but very often they just tell you their position in rock, paper, scissors, not how to play them. Yeah, well, because that was the whole thing with the Zuda when it came out, right? Is the Zuda mm -hmm. is a sniper, but it's a raid. But it was like an anti-sniper sniper raid. 
Because mm-hmm. at that time, supports were overpowered for a little... That's, I think, what they're also terrified of is early on in this game when it came out, uh, supports were overpowered. You would have a lot of matches where, oh, everyone's going to sit back with their rifles and just hang out in the back and just zap you in the legs and stuff. Sure, sure. Uh, I'm not saying it's an easy problem. No, it's just funny the way that it worked out. I, I just think it's amusing as someone who's played the game since launch, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been funny seeing the progression. Um... Anyway, I, I like GBO2 a lot still, regardless. Uh, bumps and all. I hope they I hope they continue improving things. Uh, hope they you're continue the adding AOZ units. I mean, you're yeah, you are going to get your wound wart this year. Oh yeah, some... there's no way I, I'm not. I I also like that that the the Hazenflay is a 600, and so I'm like, oh shit. So like the like the the raw two is gonna be a 700. That'd be so good. That'd be so fucking good. <laughs> you are going to get your 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 you know big suit but your mecha suit bunnies kicking the shit out of a unicorn, and that just makes me smile. I'll be so happy about it. Honestly, the one I'm aiming for is actually a lower cost one. I really want the high boost GM. Also, that thing is so silly. It's so silly, but look, it's so fucking cool. If the pink GM dual wielding machine pistols, I'm sorry. <laughs> and like, not even it's. The idea of an extended magazine on a on a mobile suit it's so is good. so funny. They are extended magazine Glocks. What are we doing? So good. Um, I did. Oh, uh, other one real quick. I did end up getting that um the Hyzak uh, cannon. Uh, mm-hmm. the uh you know the AOZ one. That unit's really fun. Uh, the rapid yeah. the rapid fire cannon fucking rules. And that beam rifle's pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just the solid all-rounder. Um, the only issue it has... The only issue that you run into now is, God, trying to figure out whether you want cooldown or beam, because so many things have mixed armaments in such a way where it's like, mm-hmm. do you want reload speed or beam cooldown? And then I just go, fuck it, I'm just going to max out my damage for both. Yep. And not speed Makes up sense. my reloads. But, yep. Alright, well... GBO2 Ramble. Anyway, Six, where can people find you on the internet and your work? You you can find me in the Cold Districts. You can find me at Still Six playing Detmar the fucking Cold Districts. Okay. No, I can't because there are no fucking matches that low cost anymore. They just don't do it. I will say... Well, 100 I, cost units have no purpose in the game anymore. Yeah, I will say I do think that they should... I, I think they need to stop like the rotations in this way. Or at the very least, do a bunch of rotations but just have more cost than just four they should have more than four now basically yeah. i think anyway yeah uh at six Detmar on twitter s-i-x-d-e-t-t-m-a-r uh you can send me questions comments requests for any of our scanline media shows you can submit requests to get a, a suit on the show or ask questions for us here uh dylan where can people find you uh you can find me on twitter at low poly robot you can find me on co-host at low poly robot um and yeah i i post robots generally and sometimes game stuff was have i even been posting anything recently i can't remember um all right i was posting my lament about srw and then you sent me a website that lets me stretch and squash videos from youtube which is fair enough i just think people should not be uploading 
stretched four by three games as 16 by nine videos on YouTube and being like, oh, look, I recorded this in HD though. And I'm like, no, you fucking didn't. You stretched the game out and it looks like ass. I just, I just don't like it. I just, how do they not see that? Like, it, like it just weirds it's, me out. It's not that I disagree with you. It's that this is the sixth or seventh time I've heard this rant and I'm tired of it. <laughs> It came up again because the Sentinel's doing the Yelda Bayoth, and I wanted to find the attack animations, and there are none on YouTube. Like, like sometimes if I dig around on YouTube enough, I can find some, like, properly recorded footage. The Yelda Bayoth, like, the basic Yelda Bayoth had none, and that made me really annoyed because there was literally, there was, like, eight videos of its attacks uploaded, and all of them were stretched. And one of them was the classic, mm. I'm doing a really bad Google Translate over the uh, words. Those I always find funny, but, mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It's just, uh, anyway. All right. Well, I just think people shouldn't make mistakes. <laughs> Same thing to say. Fair enough. Oh, wait, was that it?